Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Bibbs Corner, on Instagram. Don't follow me. Where else can you follow me? Ain't nowhere else you can follow me. Joined as always by my co-host, Reese Williams, at on Twitter, at M of R25, on Instagram, at Minder Reese, YouTube, at Minder Reese. TikTok at Minder Reese Reviews. We had a very short week, just one game that we did not cover. And it is All-Star Weekend. Luca feels looks like he could rather be anywhere else. And I don't blame him. Reese, how you feeling? Uh I'm feeling good, man. Um I can't I can't say I'm excited about All-Star Weekend to be honest. Um, I'm excited about the game. There's always moments in the game. Uh, All-Star Saturday night used to be my favorite night of the weekend. Not so much anymore. Um, Actually, I think I should speak on the fact. um, Yeah, you was right. Um, That (laughs) that white boy, (laughs) white boy had to be played with. Um, (laughs) Hey, shout out to Trey Murphy, though, man. Yeah, yeah. That one dunk. He threw it in the air, caught it before it came down and windmilled it. He made it look too easy. On the first try, that's a 50, man. That's a 50. He made it look too easy. The timing stuff, like timing is the hardest part of those types of dunks. Facts. I didn't watch the whole thing because I was watching WWE Elimination Chamber. Some things were more important. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Can't wait for the game tonight. I'm excited for the uh, the draft. This is going to be hilarious even though Adam Silver has tried his best to coddle these players, these millionaires, and spare their feelings. I mean, I'm not going to say that. David Stern is currently turning in his grave seeing what Adam Silver has done to this league. Did you see, since we going off on tangents, did you see the little thing, the AI thing they did with Amar Rashad? No. What AI thing? He, um... So Silver had him come out on stage and like stand there and he did like a body scan of him. And there's going to be this feature in the NBA app. where you Oh, hey, I thought you was talking about Allen Iverson, bro. That reminded me of a tweet. I don't know if you saw the tweet. I thought of Mark Rashad interviewed Allen Iverson. I mean, that would make sense. Yes, I saw the AI thing, the virtual reality thing where they put okay. you into the game. Yeah, I saw that. So I got now I gotta mention this this AI thing. Did you have you seen that tweet where the person was like when somebody said hey, throwing his ass off. <laughs> I was dying. Oh man. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man, we off track already. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> this it's just not a lot of shit to talk about. But I do have to say this for the all-star weekend. Uh, this is the first all-star weekend where the Mavs have had a player in the game that might actually do some shit. Just keep it on it. Like Dirk, Dirk was there playing around. Luca going to play around. Luka, Kyrie might get busy. Luca shit is a vacation, bro. 
Luca, they asked Luca what was he most looking forward to. He says Sunday when I fly to Mexico. Like he don't care about this. Um, I think I have seen some pictures and videos of Luca and Jokic and their their ladies hanging out together, having a good time. Um, there was a tw- there was a, po- a a quote from Jokic that uh, uh, the homie Ishan tried to twist it. Uh, Jokic was asked who would he want to see win it or who would he want to see win the championship if he couldn't win. And he said, Ishan made it sound like he said he would want to win with Luca if he couldn't win with the Nuggets. But what he actually said was, if I can't win, first he said, I would rather my teammates win if I can't win. Like he was making a joke, like if I'm not there and they they win it without me. But he was like, as far as like other teams, probably Luca and the Mavericks. And then he was like, um, you know, he's my bet, he's my good friend. So I, was, I was like, "Why you? Why you dialing back? Why you trying to downplay it? Like, if you want to read into something, read into something. I would read into that. Like, why is he trying to act like that's not his best friend? Like, right. does he not want people to think because they're best friends, they might be plotting something in the future, or did he not want to? I don't get know if I want friend? them to plot nothing because that might mean that Jokic ain't coming to Dallas. It might mean the way. Around. That's that's my thinking. Like I, I mean, I made the jokes in the past. Like Luca was probably going to end up in Denver before Jokic would come to Dallas. But <clears throat> since they seem to be a, a more competently run organization, but um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing that no more because now it's real. Like now he can, yeah. now we get into the point where he, he probably is thinking about what that next step is. That shit ain't no joke. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if Luca and Kyrie end up on the same team or not. Um, uh, some other interviews, a lot of people were asked about the Luca and Kyrie pairing. A lot of other players seem to fear it or at least give them the respect for being as good as they are. Um, and I don't know, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting just to take in all the, the extra stuff. I wasn't going to watch any of the festivities last night. I saw the highlights. I saw Dane win the three point contest, which was dope. Uh, for the first time, I think he said it was the third time, and he's back home in in Utah where he went to college. He had to he had the Weber State jersey on for the final round. I saw. Um, I also saw a quote where he said he he after getting his surgery, he reset the clock. He's twenty seven now, so I don't know if that's a hint to how long he plans to play or not. He also mentioned like. His game isn't based on athleticism that much, so he thinks he could play longer. That's true. Um, and I think as he's extended his range and started doing more foul baiting, that'll extend his career too. So uh, I think that part of it is why I, I believe he will actually try to stay in Portland because he thinks he has eight to ten more years, depending on how he how he treats himself. I can see him having a, um, a Chris Paul career as far as left. Okay. Yeah. And I was looking at as far as like his mentality, I was looking at the Reggie Miller thing. Because Reggie Miller, they kind of reset around him too. Yeah. And brought in a bunch of young guys. And they it almost worked out till till I'm about to say something. Until motherfuckers started scrapping. (laughs) (laughs) Till the elbows wasn't even involved in the fight. But it's that's the sad part. I think that's the saddest part of that story that gets overlooked is that they were poised to. If you go back and watch the documentary, the guys even said, like, we were sad we couldn't get that ring for Reggie. 
Right. Yeah, that was that was when I realized I was like, damn, I didn't even never think about that. Like it, as a kid, I remembered because I was pulling for Reggie to yeah. get one. Um, it's funny, like I he was one of my favorite players to watch as a kid, and now I can't stand him on the broadcast, and he has me blocked on Twitter. Like <laughs> you got you blocked on Twitter. I forgot about that. <laughs> never, you should never get to know your heroes. That's that's what it's <laughs> down to. You um, ain't get to know him. You just listen to his damn broadcast. I mean. He took he took time out of his busy day to click on my profile and hit block. Like that's that's close as I'm getting to that's Reggie Miller anytime soon. Oh shit, I just realized I got a new page. I'm about to say you're not blocked by nobody, I hope. <laughs> not I yet. Might, I might be already. You never know. It's funny. Um, I don't care how off topic we are at this point. If y'all listen to the podcast, y'all know this is what we do and this is why y'all like us. Um, <laughs> uh SJ had posted, apparently she blocked by Kevin Love. Yes, I saw that. I was trying to figure out why. I saw people post like screenshots of things she said. It's a there's a few candidates that might have been. Yeah, I, I, the first tweet I saw, I was like, "Damn, Shane said nothing crazy." I saw another one. I was like, "All right, I could see why he might have been a little." It sensitive. wasn't too crazy, but no, I wasn't too crazy. Somebody might have been a little sensitive. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you a little bit sensitive, or you think somebody might trend to saying something worse later. You're just going to be proactive about it sometimes. Or maybe he quote tweeted something and didn't necessarily say his name, but quote tweeted something about him. That's true. Yeah, I know she says. Oh, I got blocked by Nicki Minaj. I never said her name. It, I'm scared that you just actually vocalized her name. Like, I feel like somehow her stand's going to find out. And you know, they always find out. They like Baskin Robbins. That shit was scary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> was that an Ant Man reference right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll get into Ant-Man here later. We're going to bring Shot in for that. Uh, I was looking forward to that conversation, but back to the basketball, I guess. Um, I, I'm assuming we're not talking about this Nuggets game because I, I have no positive things. To, well, I do have a couple positive things to say, actually. You don't seem like you have anything to say at all. No, no. Uh, shout out to AJ Lawson. <clears throat> okay. Um. You know, they they brought Silva in, they barely played him, and then they cut him. Get, gave him a couple of nice paychecks. You know, I'm sure that'll help his portfolio or whatever, but pissed me off that we never got to see him actually get any PT while we were getting. Censored. On the boards. Um, <laughs> That's the word you want to use, all right? <laughs> sound like uh sound We're like to get us canceled. All right, while getting bullied on the boards. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good run, y'all. While getting manhandled upon the boards, while while getting trashed. Oh wow! Now you're, um, you're basically giving people pronouns, whatever the fuck they be saying. Though. Um. Person handled. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I'm we was sorry. not getting no goddamn rebound. That's, that's the end of the story. They were getting all of the rebounds. We had no say in the matter. Like, if they wanted to rebound, it was theirs. What nothing we could do about it. Um, kidnapped on the board. No, I was kidding. Um, the uh, I don't forgot what the fuck I was talking about at this point. Chris Silva. Uh, Chris Silva. So he didn't get the opportunity. He was very gracious about getting the chance to to even show up to practices and, and whatever. Um, we still don't have any bigs. We cut him. We signed another wing. 
who Atlanta Hawks fans don't seem too excited or don't didn't seem too mad about him leaving. Um, but we'll see what he does for us. We now have at least two or three guys at the end of the bench that don't contribute in any real basketball way. And we still have nobody that can rebound. We'll see how that plays out for us in the second half of the season. But with that said, I was glad to see AJ Lawson come out and have a good game in, in the minutes that he received before he gets buried deeper on the bench by Justin Holiday for no fucking reason. So I remember, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe he was, Justin Holiday was on your list, right, last week? Was he on my list last week? I think he was. He might have been. Um, I don't I actually have it. No, 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 no. Alec Burks was on your list. I'm sorry. Justin Holiday wasn't on your list. Oh, so I don't think he was. I think wasn't on your specifically list. for this reason, if I'm not mistaken. I'm on the wrong. All right. I'm going to double check just to make sure because I know, like, if I'm listening to a podcast and I know the answer to something and they never correct it, it will bother me. So I'm going to make sure I confirm real quick. Uh, I had it in front of me. I hate that this resets every time you click off the page. This is annoying. I think we just mentioned it because the notification came through or the news kind of came through at the time while we were recording. But um, I'm going to have the answer in like three seconds. <clears throat> Nope, I had uh, Johnson, Burks, Beverly, Noel, Deadman. So, and Chris Silva was my dark horse. What are your thoughts on <clears throat> the um, the signing of Justin Holiday overall? Personally, I'm not saying I'm excited, but I like it. I like that depth. Someone who can contribute uh, a long wing. Um, I think we'll have much better depth once Markeith Morris is no longer fat, if that ever comes to, if that ever comes to fruition. Um, but what are your thoughts on it? Because it seems you're like more so like, uh, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not expecting much. Um, the bar is low, as we've established. But uh, this is a thing that happens in the NBA. And I'm not saying necessarily that it's a bad thing, but a guy who's been around for a while will get more chances to be mid than a young guy trying to make it. Okay. And, um, I don't feel like that's the way this team should be operating personally from a uh, talent management, asset management, whatever standpoint. But again, if he could come in and contribute, I'll, I'll shut the fuck up about it. Um, what was I going to say? The, the reason I wanted to make sure I gave AJ Lawson his, his flowers is because I, because of holiday being around, I don't expect him to get much playing time in the near future. And, um, it is what it is. I feel like every time that he's gotten real playing time, he's performed, he's done things that, that people enjoy. Um, and I hope that that leads to something down the line for him, whether it's with us or somewhere else. Uh, we might as well transition straight into this second, not second half, but back into the season after the all-star break, teams are coming back. We're going to be dialing into the the hunt for Wemby. We're going to be dialing into the hunt for the playoffs. How, how are you feeling about this team right now? Um, As far as the second half goes, uh, I, I can't say I'm a hundred percent confident that will finish outside of the play-in as far as like a 
guaranteed play in playoff team. Okay. Um, but if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd be like 60-40. That's where I'm leaning. Yeah, 60-40. Um, obviously, the team still has some growing to do, which is understandable because we just had someone come onto the team, not just a regular role player or end of the bench guy, but a certified starter, a certified superstar. Um, the gelling between him and Luca is going to take some time. But from what I'm hearing from him through a lot of the interviews over the uh, All-Star weekend, something they're looking forward to doing, uh, something a challenge they're looking forward to tackling, uh, they're looking to build their relationship. So um, I'm excited about the second half of the season, to be honest, uh, especially with the team getting healthy, with Maxie coming back, um, Justin Holiday as an addition. Um, we'll see if Markeith can get some minutes. If not, whatever. But uh, I'm just glad the team is going to look to be healthy again so we can see what we actually got going into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the Maxi addition is going to be big. I, I hate how much weight we're putting on Maxi's shoulders coming off this injury, but that'll be big just for our big man depth and our big man rotations. Um, <clears throat> I'm curious if Markeith Morris is long for this team. I feel like they're probably going to give him a good chance right after he gets back. And then we're probably going to have to make a decision. I don't know what the date is for the uh, deadline for additions for people to be playoff eligible sometime in March, but yes, I I assume we'll give him the audition at least until around then and make a decision before we, we pigeonhole ourselves out of not being able to make, make that decision. I don't see why we would uh, March 1st, March 1st. Okay. So it's right around the corner. Um, I don't see why we would do that if it's like unless they plan on picking someone else up to fill that spot. That's what I'm saying. Like they probably have their eyes on someone else. And depending on what he's able to contribute, if he's able to contribute, they'll make that decision probably, I guess, within the next week or so, because we're, we're looking at eight, nine, ten days. So <clears throat> he'll have to make make a quick impression. That's not enough time for him to make an impression or for them to even like analyze the situation with him to be quiet. two you probably got two games maybe three and then that's that uh and the person just has to be waived by that date march 1st so he should still be able to join a team another team if we waive him before march 1st i guess <clears throat> so back half of the season <clears throat> i've already said I- i'm tired of the people complaining on the timeline about how they've looked in two games Kyrie said it himself, you know, we're learning on the fly. He's like, it'd be great if we got some time in practice or off season to work out the kinks behind the scenes, but y'all are watching us live figure each other out. Um, KD even said it like, you look at that fourth quarter the other night, he said, Kyrie goes off for 26. Luca hit a couple big shots during that stretch. Like that's going to be tough to deal with. And he said, you know, of course they don't have the chemistry, right? Yet, so they lost that game, but you look at what they did in that quarter, like nobody's trying to see that on a nightly basis. And that's the way I look at it as well. Like, look at what the look at the when the good things are happening and imagine that they're gonna over time work out the kinks to where the good stuff happens more, the bad stuff happens less. And I'm looking at a month from now where we're at to determine how I actually feel. So right now I'm I'm excited that Kyrie's here. Um, <clears throat> I never really paid attention to his basketball talk, uh, but I have been since he's gotten here and I like everything I'm hearing from him and even his 
his personality as far as like the things that he cares about, the things that, that motivate him has been interesting. And uh, I'm, I'm probably going to, when we, we do the review with shot, I'm probably going to give him like five, 10 minutes to talk about the interview he did with him and throw it on the back end of the podcast. <clears throat> but as far as like looking at into the future, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't want to stay so far. Yeah. I mean, the main thing is if, if his money in that contract is what he wants, that he has every initiative to stay because I have no reason to believe the Mavs aren't going to offer him that contract unless he just completely implodes before the season is over, which is entirely possible at this point. (laughs) I'm not expecting it, like, realistically. Like, there's a narrative around Kyrie, but there's been a reason for pretty much everything. People talk about why he left Cleveland. I said at the time, I respect him for making that decision to leave Cleveland. Right. A lot of people don't have the balls to be like, I don't want to play with LeBron no more. I want to be my right. own. Guy. And he's a guy who looked up to Kobe, so you can understand why he made that decision. Right. I also respect him for realizing when he left, damn, this shit harder than it looks. <laughs> God, like, <laughs> I'm not that guy. Um, and maybe I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, maybe I don't want to be that guy. You don't like that much attention. I took that chance. I realized I was wrong. All right, cool. Uh, the Brooklyn thing, the Brooklyn thing was just a mess overall. The players, the front office, all of that. Um, Boston, I don't really think it was bad in Boston. I just think it was a bad look that he said, I want to stay here. And then he left. <laughs> but I think a lot of people overblow the Kyrie stuff. But I get it. Uh, I-, I get it. But he's an intelligent basketball player. Um my guy Pierre from Through the Wire got to um, ask him a question during the All-Star weekend. And he just asked him, like, you know, you're one of the best one-on-one players in the league. What do you look at when, you know, you're being defended by an elite player one-on-one or something and just hearing him break down or hearing him define what he sees when he's one-on-one in the trenches with a player on the court? Not everyone, Not everybody can do that, and not everybody can do what Kyrie does. That's why it's good to have a player like him on this goddamn team. And I have every right to believe, not every right, (laughs) I have every reason to believe that he's going to stay. The Mavericks can't. They can't fuck this up. Like, if if they offer him the max or whatever money he wants and he just leaves because he wants to be in L.A. and plays with Braun or he wants to be in Phoenix, cool. Like, I have no... Worth a shot. Worth a shot. Like we, I think we're still good at the end of the day, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think the main thing I've heard from him in these interviews, the main thing I've noticed is that it appears he wants a level of peace in his life. Like, you know, I'm older, I'm more mature. Like I I don't want to deal with the chaos. Like I don't want to be involved in the chaos is what I, what I'm hearing. Um, You know, it seemed like Brad Townsend, maybe had a, a, a inkling to try to stoke chaos. And that's the shit that would potentially, that's the only thing that could throw this off right now, in my opinion, is if Dallas media decides to poke, keep poking him until they create an issue, a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. Um, if they allow him to be peaceful, like they allow everybody else and go out of their way to coddle them and slurp them at every opportunity, then by all means, 
we're going to be okay. But if they decide to treat him differently, that's where you're going to create a problem, in my opinion. I like how you just slid slurp in there. Like, that's that's mad crazy. Hold up. I got to message somebody that I'm on a podcast. I'm getting a phone call. <laughs> getting a phone call from my brother. Um, that's really fucking annoying, to be honest, especially the Brad Townsend thing. That's why I blocked him just to turn the tables like, yeah, last time you got me, it's my turn. Motherfucker. <laughs> um yeah so yeah as far as the piece like i feel like dallas is built to be that type of place for him uh as far as like not being the the face face i feel like he is a face for some people or he will be if he stays for some people but luca's gonna take the majority of that that weight and i think he potentially could be I know people said a bad influence on Luca. I think he could be a good influence on Luca as far as because I'm starting to sense that Luca gets annoyed by some of the stuff he gets asked too, and Kyrie could potentially help him deal with annoying ass questions, uh, give him some tips on because he's made he's gotten himself flustered by some of those questions in the past, and you say, "Hey, learn from this type of thing. Uh, don't get let yourself get pigeonholed into that that position." But speaking of Luca and questions, there was one I got to bring it up. He was asked about the European GOAT. And he was asked if he thought he could be the European GOAT one day. Why they ask Luca these questions? And he said, you know, maybe, but, you know, we got Giannis, we got Jokic, like, you know, anything is, is possible. And then he was like, you know, Petrovic, you know, Sabonis, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of great guys out there. He ain't say dirt. <laughs> not say dirt <laughs> at all. <laughs> at all. Dirt. Oh, I know people was triggered, man. I was surprised. I think it kind of slipped through the radar. I feel like oh, a man. lot of people did not notice it. I saw a couple people mention it, but it didn't get like I didn't see it multiple times on my timeline. I saw one tweet where I said I saw someone quote a uh, Luca video and it was like something about him not saying dirt, but I never clicked on the video to That's see what it was. Yeah, so then they somebody else pointed out like every other person that was asked, every other European player, I guess, that was asked said Dirk like almost no hesitation. Uh, Giannis said it like Giannis got asked the question as he was like getting up from the podium and he was like European, like basketball. And they were like, Yeah, he was like, Oh man, Dirk, like they just like walked off, like it was that easy. And that's why I was like, Yeah, like if somebody asked me who to go. I'm not gonna have to remember to say Michael Jordan, like, right, <laughs> talking about number one. Like not top five, like top five, you know, maybe you miss a name. Or not think about it, you know. Yeah. But the number one, like we we don't have to think about that. It's you got your guy. You you know who your guy is. And it, it, it's kind of was funny to me. Matei actually had like a real emotional response. Like he posted in uh, the group chat uh that he was in that uh you know, it's, it's gotta be dirt. You know, he's got the MVP of the Euroleague, MVP of this, MVP of that, MVP of Euro basket. Like he's got every accolade that you could want for a player. Like he's been the MVP of every place. He's he's won everything, every championship, uh, pretty much. And he was like, he had a worse team than Luca and Giannis had when he won the MVP of the Euro basket and stuff like that. Like Dirk is that guy. Like that's not even a debate. So to hear it coming from Matei is let me know that it was, I was, it was, it's not weird to be kind of questioning why Luca would not mention Dirk in that conversation. Maybe he's just tired of talk about Dirk, man. They ran the Dirk questions into the ground with Luca his first few years in this league. I got annoyed by them. He's tired of that motherfucker, man. (laughs) 
I got to see this dude every day in my face. He on the court. <laughs> he on the court. He tired of looking at him, man. Like, I get it. I get it. So, uh, anyway, um, I guess we can get to the controversial topic of the day. Yeah, I was waiting for this. You don't seem excited, but we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. It's just I, I, I want to know how deep we're going to get into this conversation. We'll see. How, we'll see where it goes. So. <sighs> since coming back from injury, Christian Wood has been on the bench. Christian Wood started the season on the bench. Christian Wood found out he was going to start the season on the bench during a press conference. He has reiterated that that was not him playing around. He was dead serious. He did not know. He handled it, though. Handled it fine, I thought. Smiled. Did his job. Showed up with his lunch pail every day. Went out hooped. Had one or two, three, maybe four bad games during the stretch. Eventually got his way into the starting lineup, performed. Performed. I don't remember people saying he got to go back to the bench. He got hurt before the trade deadline, was in multiple rumors. Survived the trade deadline. Tweeted about it. Y'all wanted me gone. I'm still here. I don't remember what they, that's not a quote. I'm just paraphrasing. <laughs> and then he's back on the bench. Third string, Dwight Powell, JaVale McGee, Christian Wood, as far as rotation. Theo Pinson was getting center minutes, too. And it, even in this, he had another bad game coming off the thumb. Maybe, I, I was going to say two, but no, he picked it up in almost every game he's played after that has a couple rough games but again coming off the thumb injury but he's performing he's been doing it. he had a couple 20 point games here in a row and so led me to some questions i posted a somebody posted i have to i might have to find it actually i might have to find it somebody posted something Mm, mm, I can find it pretty quickly. Bear with me. Where are you? Why? Did they delete it? No. Okay. All right. Somebody posted a Christian Woods tweet or liking. Um, Actually, I'm going to find my actual tweet. Sorry. Bear with me. I didn't mean to be this unprepared. I'm tired of paraphrasing. Bibs Corner. <clears throat> All right. So somebody posted, it was Coach Solisby <clears throat> posted, how Christian Wood has stayed loyal and committed to the team and coaches says a lot about his character. He is mentally tough. The way his season has played out would have broken a lot of players. Well, first, let me ask you your your thoughts on that quote. Which part of that? Any of it. How Christian Wood has stayed loyal and committed 
to the team and coaches says a lot about his character. He's mentally tough. The way that his season has played out would have broken a lot of players. I agree 100 percent. I agree 100 percent. And I think that's been my issue with the way the fans have responded to him and the way the team has treated him because he he came into this team, JaVale McGee starting over him. Okay, cool. JaVale McGee started the season, and it was clear JaVale McGee was not a starter. He got skipped over. Dwight Powell started over him. Dwight Powell did his job, filled in nicely. Not better than He's not better than Christian Wood, but filled in, did what he was supposed to do. Shout out to Dwight Powell, as he always does. Um, <clears throat> injuries happen further into the season. Christian Wood is asked to start. And in games where he has started, he's performed. He's taken the initiative to approve on the improve on the defensive end during this season, which was a big concern from people about him. Not once did it ever come out, any reports ever come out about him complaining coming off the bench. The most you can say are the tweets that he put out at the deadline. And that's not complaining. That's just, I got a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. And then coming off injury, he doesn't play 100% at his best or what he was and fans are already on him. Ah, oh, this dude's a bum. We should have traded him. We need to trade him. He needs to be on the bench. Why is he getting playing time? Such and such. Well, no, not getting I don't think anyone's saying why is he getting playing time. But <clears throat> it's just, it, and some things are valid, but it's just, it seems like there's an agenda out against him even from the fans. And it's just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Where is this coming from? Like, because when he was starting and he beginning of the season, he was hooping. Everyone was not everyone, but most people were excited about him. Like, all right, we hope we can keep this guy around. There was a moment within a month where fans were like, we need to re-sign Christian Wood. What's taking so long? Don't make the same mistake you made with Jalen Brunson. And now it's flipped to this, and I, I just don't understand. I don't think he deserves it, honestly. It feels Especially like it came out of nowhere. It feels like it came out of nowhere. I don't know where it started. Um, so it, it's just crazy to me. I don't think he deserves it. He's not perfect at all. But how would you feel if you were delegated to the bench, you took it in stride, came in, did your do- job, did what you were supposed to when you were asked to start, you stepped up, did what you were supposed to, got hurt, came back, Game fell off a little bit, but now your playing time has gone down and there's no real reason for it. I would be pissed off. To be honest, I wouldn't want to come back to the team. Right. Like I it, I would be in my Jalen Brunson moment. Yeah. Where you played with me. You you played me. And now I'm gonna play you when when the season ends. Like if I gotta go to a bad team to be treated respectfully, then that's what I gotta do. Because, again, I personally, I thought he handled everything well. I haven't seen one reason to be mad at him, to to punish him, if you will, on the court. Like, do I get annoyed when he complains about fouls and not getting back? Yes. I'm getting annoyed by Luca doing that, too. It's a part of basketball I don't enjoy. I'm not a hypocrite when it comes to that. And Luca people get mad at me all the time. Like, no, I, I hate it when LeBron did it. 
Just because a dude is on my team now doesn't mean I'm going to treat them any different. I do not like it. Get your ass back on defense. Like, this is a team sport. If you stand behind the play, you are hurting the team, period. Don't care who you are. So with that said, I don't understand why he was demoted. The defense excuse does not make sense. If, if people are saying that Dwight Powell be there all day, but he's not stopping nobody, people go through him. If, if I have to substitute you being there 100% of the time and just getting scored on versus you being there 70% of the time, out of place maybe 30% of the time, but the 70% of the time you're there, you might block a couple shots. I'm going with that. And especially when you giving me 20 on the other end versus giving me five to 10. Five to 10. On a good night. On a great night. (laughs) I'm being very generous right there. Yeah. Very generous. Um, so back to the point of bringing that up. So somebody, somebody tweeted that Christian Wood liked it. So it's in his likes and some dude, I'm not going to put his name on blast, took a screenshot and said the Christian Wood experience. Fortunately, mass fans were not feeling this. One person said, is there something wrong with this? Um, somebody said I wouldn't have handled the situation better than he has. Correct. I'd be pissed. It would show (laughs) that I'm pissed. I would probably slip up in an interview and say, I feel like I fit the qualifications of a starter, but I'm not starting. You tell me, you tell me why I'm not starting. I don't know. (laughs) Um, so anyway, I quoted that. I said, player grinds his way to the starting lineup when it was clear almost immediately that he should be starting. Smiles, says all the right things, gets hurt, and gets moved back to the bench. Likes a tweet praising his resilience. And then I had a quote. This is why Christian Wood is the worst. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, this is the reaction we're having to a dude... All the guy said was, wow, Christian Wood has handled this season well. He is a tough guy. Christian Wood said, I am a tough guy. Like, and now he's a pariah. Like, now now he's a horrible person. Bro. This This is locker room turmoil? It's such a change of events. Like, I don't know. So, it doesn't end there. I have not released this. I've owed this information. Unidentified source. Reached out. Dropping them. (laughs) I can't even get it out. We about to drop the first bibs bomb on the podcast. (laughs) Mass outside is exclusive. Where the funk flex? Where the funk flex? Where the funk flex at? Where the funk flex bomb at? Bibs bomb. Can't hear it, can you? Not at all. God damn it. Can you hear it now? Nope. <laughs> Man, this mic is on some. That just fucked up everything. Just release the fucking <laughs> <clears throat> 
So they they copied the text from the tweet. I don't know why they did that, but they copied the text from my tweet and said getting hurt had nothing to do with it. Said the trade deadline passed passes for a player heading into unrestricted free agency is what happened. That's petty. It sounds petty. like say what? You said that's what? Petty. Exactly. They tried to trade him. We know they did. Mm-hmm. He knows they did. I said, I think I said it to you when we text. I don't think I said it like out publicly, but I know we tried to trade him and failed because if we didn't, there would have been an extension or at least word of a contract being offered. Well, I'm, I'm thinking based on this, all this information, it's another Jalen Brunson situation. We want to trade you or he wanted the extension before the trade deadline. Probably. They wanted to trade him. They couldn't trade him. Now they want to come back with the extension. And now he's like, I have no incentive for that. Like Jalen Brunson, I have no incentive to take this extension. And so when that happened last year, Jalen Brunson locked in, Mm -hmm. got in his bag, started hooping. And I could tell something was different about him. But I just thought he had, you know, unlocked that new level. I didn't put it together that he was like, this how y'all want to do me. Let me show you. Why you should have gave me that contract? And then he skedaddled in the offseason. He balled out. He put on a show for potential suitors. We already know he had the New York ties. Pops made the call. Hey, y'all want my boy in New York? We can make this happen. Nepotism commenced. New York cleared the room. Dallas maybe thought they didn't have to make sure they secured him because the only team that was a real threat to sign him in the cap space with big money was Detroit. And they didn't think he would take that downgrade. But now New York becomes a player. We didn't anticipate that. We get gypped. They seem butthurt about it the entire offseason to the point where they're they're in. We never even got a meeting. You know, um, the league got to do something about this. Da da da. Like they're going in and in, in uh, over and over to let it be known they're upset. They were blindsided, right? They were not prepared for this outcome. So now we get to the Christian Wood situation. Very similar situation. Guys are unrestricted free agent. We wanted to trade him. We did not trade him. And now he can leave in the offseason. And it feels like they demoted him because. They don't want him to showcase himself. Right? Am I wrong? That sounds about right. That's stupid. That's fucked up. And they fucking with that man's money. He's under contract with us right now. That's his only obligation to us. We cannot treat him like less than because we think he might leave in the offseason. We cannot try to hold him back in being able to secure money somewhere else 
because we don't want another team to come in and swoop out, swoop in and take them from our roster. And we get, it's probably going to, you're going to fulfill that prophecy yourself by treating him wrong. If he feels like he should be starting, you made him a starter and now you're demoting him. What incentive does he have to stay? All you're doing is wasting the time we have left with him. Are they trying to push him over the? I feel like they were trying to push him over the edge in the beginning of the season, test him, if you will, because of his reputation, which feels very overblown at this point. Very overblown, and they try. They still try to use that against him in in these in the situation this season. And so now you put him in a situation where most players would be pissed. So far, he's still handling it fine, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he's still coming out and performing. Um, he should probably lock in like Jalen Brunson did and really start hooping and really make them look stupid, in my opinion. But the pettiness is crazy. I hate it for, for the multiple the reasons I just said. One, he's under contract for the rest of this year. You play him like he's under contract for the rest of this year. Whatever happens after the season happens after the season. But if we're trying to win a championship and he's one of your best players, we can't go out of our way to piss him off. That's stupid. Now, I think they've already done that, but I'm, I don't expect an extension at this point. I don't. It's way it's past that. I wouldn't sign an extension at this point. I wouldn't. I mean, even I, if he's I, desperate, I, I don't think he will, unless unless this relationship is somehow amended between now and the off season. I don't see it happening. Yeah, something has to change. Something has to give. Conversations need to be had. Now, granted, if we do lose him and we free up that cap space, that's cool. I just wish. For his sake, it could have gone better because, like, this could really ruin him getting his money. This right. And then now, if he does act out in some way, now it's this is why we did that, right? Even though we provoked him. Um, I don't know. Maybe you heard this one too. One of my mom's favorite things to say was, honor thy mother and father whenever I would talk back or whatever. Mm-hmm. From the Bible, honor thy mother and father. And what sh- what happened is, I ended up reading the verse in the Bible, and the next line: is, "Parents don't provoke your children." I never heard that one. You, they not going to tell you that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I'm looking at this situation. Christian Wood can be as respectful as he wants to be, but if you don't honor that respect and disrespect him first, then him having to respect you goes out the window for me. If he talks back to kid on the sidelines, I can't be mad at it. If he looks at kid crazy when he gets substituted out on a, on a hop street, I'm not look. I might look at that differently than I would have looked at it at the beginning of the year, because at this point he's won me over. I was curious. It was. It wasn't as. It wasn't the same as the kid situation. I still. I did not like kid as a coach. Wasn't sure how I felt about hiring him as a man based on his team's history. But I said I'm gonna give him a chance as a coach. Christian Wood heard the rumors, saw some stuff, wanted to give him a shot, see how it looked. Up to this point in the year, up to the injury, everything was exemplary. Surprised even, I was surprised even by how well he performed, how well he fit in, how well his interviews were, uh, how happy he seemed being a Dallas Maverick. And so now to see him be demoted 
and disenfranchised, if you will. It sucks, and I'm probably going to be a fan of his no matter what happens after this based on the example that I saw of the sample I saw of how he handled a, I would say, rough situation. Unfair, even, situation. I agree. Uh, I will be a fan of his after this unless he goes somewhere else and, like, shows me something different that I don't like, but I can't foresee that happening. But cannot ignore the fact that we have said, and others have said, from the beginning of this season, it looks like Jason Kidd had it out for this guy. Like, Jason Kidd did not want him here which doesn't make sense because there's no way Nico put that trade through without talking to Jason Kidd first. So I don't understand what, what the issue is, but it's, yeah, it's childish. I'm glad you brought that up actually. Cause I couldn't remember who it was, but <clears throat> I do wonder if there's a disconnect still between Nico and Kidd. I wonder if Chris Silva was a Nico signing hmm. and Jason Kidd didn't play him because he didn't felt like he needed another big. Because Jason Kidd would say we have too many bigs. <laughs> Even though we, I'm not going to do that right now. We, we've gone far enough. We got four bigs and one of them to play. <laughs> right. So as far as I'm concerned, the only big that I care about potentially being a long-term piece or per- getting big minutes is Christian Wood. And Dwight Powell, I slot him in 10 to 15. But if we got an opportunity to see somebody else. Maxi count? When he comes back, yeah. And I expect him to be a 20, 25-minute guy, too. <laughs> so if the big man rotation is mostly Wood, Maxi, Dwight, I can live with that. But if I could have seen, could Chris Silva give us 10 to 15 minutes, that would have been cool. Yeah. And if you could even see him to potentially – Dwight Powell not going to be here forever. If You, you got to look at young guys to replace what he does at some point in time. So, I don't know. It felt like a – obviously, they got to see him in practice. Um, I think practice and a real game are two different things. Um, but I know how he was brought up. I know through the – they talked about A.J. Lawson, talking about Frank Martin in South Carolina. So, I know he was going hard in practice anyway. So, I'm sure he put in – he made an impression. And uh, I hope he does get an opportunity somewhere, even if it's not here. Yeah. Um, Said everything I needed to say on that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Um, shout out to Christian Wood. He has my support. Yeah. Sounds like he has your support. So, I'm not going to get a jersey, though, brother, because I know you ain't coming back, but, you know. Get a generic joint. Like, with. It's funny, the Spencer Dinwiddie hoodie I bought is actually Nets colors. Oh, so that's perfect. So technically <laughs> it works out, but <clears throat> I think that's all I got to say there. I think we can take this break and get into these, these weekly segments. Yes, sir. We'll be back right after this. Mass fans. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fool your fandom and feel the heat of the season. Like never before. Plus, Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, 
basketball, of course, and more. Plus, the same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Obviously, this summer, around the summertime, you'll have the NBA playoffs. The best of the best, the best teams are the best, the best players are the best. Obviously, me, along with y'all, I'm sure, will keep an eye on the Dallas Mavericks if they happen to be in it. The new addition to Kyrie Irving has clearly opened up a lot of options for players on the team. So a lot of overs for guys like Kyrie as far as assists, rebounds, guys like Josh Green as far as assists, rebounds, and even points. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Welcome back, folks. It's time to get into those weekly segments. Uh, let's start with the fantasy league. The, the, money, the, the money is on the line. The bacon. Bring it home to bacon. Shout out to, to Chris Silver. Uh, your opportunities may be dwindling if you, you're not making these playoffs. So let's get into it. This week is a weird week because of the all-star game. It starts on the 13th and goes through the 26th. We're technically only halfway through the week. Uh, your boy is on a five game win streak. I'm the hottest team in the league right now. I'm just, just putting that out there. Uh, actually I lied. I fucking lied. I'm a liar and a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm tied for the sec the the second hottest team in the league. The two hottest teams right now are Side, probably injured. He has won seven in a row, and SJ's children has she's won five in a row also. So me and SJ have both won five in a row. Side has won seven in a row. They're actually playing against each other, so one of their win streaks is about to end. Uh, SJ is up right now, and I actually played Side in the last week, so we got this week next week and then one more week before the playoffs start which means the playoffs are shaping up so rather than going through the full standings i'm gonna just go through the playoffs right now right now in the playoff bracket the one seed is team coops rocco fiore right now if the playoffs started today it would be me versus team coops for that one versus eight matchup in the two versus seven it would be c marlowe watch the throne Versus KT, girl, you know it's Drew in the two seven matchup. In the three six, it's SJ's children versus the Bay Area MFFL, Mister Arredondo. In the four five matchup, it's the Balding Point, Mister Muhammad versus Saib, probably injured. So that's the playoff bracket right now, but. There are a couple teams still vying for that, that last spot to come to, to, to knock me or KT out of the playoffs. So right now, Coops, SJ, Bay Area MFFL, Watch the Throne, Balding Point, and Saib are locks for the playoffs. Y'all locked in 100%. And then there's one, two spots left. Two spots left. KT is 98% locked to get one of those spots. Her team is 10-7, as is mine. 
So KT is a 98% lock to get in. I'm a 92% lock. And the one person that could steal that spot for myself or KT would be Shiko, whose team is eight and nine right now. Now I'm going to go look at these, these standards real quick. I'm going to go look at the schedule. I'm going to go look at the scoreboard to see where each of those three teams stands right now. Right now I am beating Ishan's ass. <laughs> Ishan ain't even setting his lineups either, man. Ishan gave up. He's got eight L's in a row. I feel good about my, my chances to finish him off. So I'm up 684 to 422. <clears throat> Moving down to Shiko. To Shiko's doing his job, man. He's doing everything he can to steal this last spot. He is busting. Jay Green is okay, X. 692 to 317. Shout out to Erica Banks with the busting. Um, anyway, uh, wow, wow. KT is actually getting clapped right now. Um, I'm not gonna make the joke I was about to make. No, the balding point is up 752. <laughs> <laughs> 753 to 509. So, with that said, uh, I don't think is coming back. So, I feel good about my, my, my pushing Shiko out from knocking me out. But if KT loses, Shiko wins. He's suddenly within a game of her going into these last two weeks. It's going to get real tricky out here. Stay tuned. But with that said, it's time to keep it moving. I don't think, I feel like Reese is unprepared. For this segment, but we're gonna throw it to him, Reese. I'm prepared. All right. Mm-hmm. Who is the unsung hero of this two game week? <sighs> Mavs outsiders, unsung hero of this very short, bad week is none other than no fucking body. What? The- <laughs> because after further investigation no one who could be considered unsung deserved a fucking award this week man most of the motherfuckers ain't play against the nuggets and the people who did play didn't play in the game against the timberwolves no one deserved an unsung hero award either so for, for the first time ever, <laughs> we have gone a week where no one will be awarded a goddamn thing. I thought you, you were going to go earn nothing. I what did Willie were... Walker say? You have earned nothing, sir. Something like that. I'm about to say, was he in rules of engagement? Like what? <laughs> he he says something. Uh, when he was yelling at, I got you. I got you. The golden ticket. Um. Yeah, you win nothing, sir. You win, you win nothing. I'm sorry, but no one won anything this week. Damn. Maybe they'll win something next week. Damn. But in order to know the games next week, we have to go to Weatherman Bibbs. So, Weatherman Bibbs, what is looking like after the All Star break? Well, Reese, after the All Star break, Luca should return tanned. <laughs> Because he's going to be in that Mexico sand uh, having a good time at La Playa. <laughs> you feel me? So the player coming back from the playa 
will be coming back and facing the San Antonio Spurs. A nice return from vacation opponent, if you will. They're going all in for Wemby. <laughs> so that should not be a bad opponent at all. I think I expect to see some Luca Kyrie practicing different things, trying out some stuff against this team. Would love to see Christian Wood get back into the starting lineup. We'll see what happens when we come back from the break. Then we've got two uh, two days off. Friday and Saturday, we're going to be off. And then on Sunday, we've got the Los Angeles Lakers, the new look Lakers, although LeBron broke the record and then suddenly revealed he had all kinds of injuries and ailments and shit, and AD doesn't seem happy over there. It, it's a mess, folks. So again, two trash-ass teams to return from the break to play against. Feel really good about this week, personally. How about you, Reese? Uh feeling good about it the Lakers game anything can happen you know like you said LeBron um dealing with a lot of injuries ever since he broke the record but he's somehow playing in the all-star game tonight whatever um the Spurs should be a W I don't give a fuck if I don't give a fuck who play or who don't play that should be a win um the Lakers game could go either way so um I'm gonna go one and one to stay to safe bet one and one because you went one and one, I'm gonna go to a no. All right. Um, AD could be a problem. But yeah. AD is AD. He so. could literally go down in the first quarter. You never know. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh snap! Um, yeah, I, I feel good about this. This the opportunity to to get a practice in. We're gonna be at home for a little while now, which Kyrie mentioned as well, that we'll be home. So they'll be able to get some practices in and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to this post all-star break run. I'm, I'm very, very excited about the rest of the season right now. Um, What was I going to say? I had a thought and I'm now struggling with it. Damn. I can't think. Oh, I thought you were going to make Christian Wood the unsung hero. Nah. I thought about it, but I'm like, nah. Don't nobody fucking deserve it. <laughs> motherfuckers ain't. Just because motherfuckers didn't put up a couple points, nah. I ain't trying. Nothing against him. You know, I just I just advocated for him. <laughs> he was net neutral in the Wolves game, and he was plus one in the other game. So I was like, maybe he'll do it. But I understand. Um, we were asked. I ain't going to talk about these games. Two game week and should be pretty uh pretty quiet until then. I don't think we're gonna do a midweek episode. I think we're gonna enjoy our all-star break as well. Um you said you not you don't think we're gonna do what? Gonna do a midweek episode like before. Oh hell no. Nah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah we're not <laughs> we not doing something like that for. We ain't never done <laughs> <laughs> I had a thought to do like bring on like a Nets person or something, but oh, I don't sure. need nobody right now. So Especially we're about to do the movie reviews and stuff. So um I'm trying to chill till then. Cocaine bad this weekend, baby. I can't cocaine wait. Bear, Bel Air, Snow. Am I the only person that signed on for that? For the cocaine bear? I feel like somebody else did. Wait, Bel Air is Bel Air come out this week? Yeah. Bel Air's Thursday, Snowfall Wednesday. So uh let me what was what was I about to oh to check the sheet. See about that cocaine bear. Folks. We got a little bonus content for you today. <clears throat> uh, friend of the show, 
frequent collaborator. Uh, Shaw Miller has joined the show. Shaw Miller of the Uncool Urban, Dallas Weekly. Uh, what's that? Anonymous Sources. Anonymous Sources part. I got Anonymous. a lot of affiliations. I'm freelance, baby. The man, man of a thousand faces, man of a thousand places. Sean Miller, uh, this past week, he had a, a one-on-one with, with Kyrie Irving. Great read. If you haven't read it, I posted it. If you need that link, let me know. I probably put the link actually in the description for the episode as well, because it is, I would say, a must-read for anybody that actually wants to give, to get an understanding of how Kyrie works, what makes him tick, uh, how he operates, how he thinks, and, and real insight that doesn't get into all the, the, the BS and drama that like, people like to scare up when they talk to these people. Shot, thank you for joining us. Uh, how how has the reaction been? And I already know the answer. To <laughs> How's the reaction been since since the piece dropped? Uh, it's been mixed, pretty much. Um, a lot of positive came from it, but you know, some people just want to hate that man. So, you know, that just comes with the territory for any athlete or anybody in the public eye. So, yeah, but mostly it's been positive, which I'm happy for. That's the whole reason I did it. Was because literally every time you read something about him, it's negative or they make him seem like basically he's going to be crazy. And it was very refreshing to just me and him just being in a room one on one. Just talking about life and just basically learning that this wasn't the kook (laughs) that people said he was. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. All right. And how have you been? Like, uh, I know you, you're trying some different things this year for the basketball stuff. Like, how, how's that been going for you? This has been harder than being in the G League. Let's put it like that. I'm big chilling in the G League. The the NBA, no, it's, it's very doggy dog out there. That's all we're going to put out about that. Okay. Reese, any questions, thoughts? I'm just proud of you, you know. Appreciate you, bro. Me, if there's anybody that I talk to frequently <laughs> out of you two, it's probably Reese. Proud of you, know. I'm happy for you, you know. Only, only big things from here. I'm glad you were someone that got to interview Kyrie. And, yes, it is partly because you are black, not afraid to say it. Okay. But, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because uh, I'm glad you brought it up and I didn't. Yeah, that's pretty much I'm what I'm just it was. saying. That's <laughs> that's it was. It's just been a bad look the way people been treating them. And, uh, you know, I hope you can continue to do that for, you know, not just players in Dallas, but possibly branch out and do it with other players as well. So I'm being honest. I'm trying because it's a lot of misconception about a lot of guys. Like I've met like the jerks and it's probably like the coolest person in the world, but the kooks, the crazy people are usually the cool ones. So it's just that it's how you talk to people. And it's if you have that common thread with them, that's usually what it is. Yeah. Um, One of the keys to interviews is creating that connection. Um, And sometimes it could just be how you approach the conversation that, that creates that connection of, letting them know that you care, first of all. So I'll ask you this one question. Uh, like I said, I want people to read the interview, but what was one thing that you took away from, from talking to Kyrie that you would want people to know? 
that we don't realize how much trauma it's been for him in his career. Like, it's a lot of soul searching that he pretty much said he has to go through. And I didn't really think about it until he said, I've been in the public eye since I was 17, 18 years old. I never thought about it like that. I'm like, no, Kyrie has pretty much been a quote-unquote star even before he was a star, like he was in Cleveland. So, yeah, it's it's been a lot. Like, And he is admitting that he's not perfect, which is pretty funny because that's why people don't like him because he's not. And I was like, yeah. So it was just very, like I said, it was just very refreshing to hear from the person themselves instead of reading about it secondhand or someone taking something from a post-game interview and turning it into something um, worse. So I think I think what I what I get is two a couple of things. And I mentioned it earlier in the podcast before you came on. Um I feel like he's searching for peace and space. Like he wants things to be quiet around him. Um, he's tired of being blasted with crazy questions all the time. Like he just wants to chill. And I feel like Dallas has been a great place for players to do that. And so it gives me hope that it could be a long-term fit for him. I'm going to segue into that um, by saying this. He is being open when he says like, Hey, I don't want to answer that. Or, Hey, you've asked me this multiple times and I'm not going to give you an answer or I've already given you an answer. Just look back. So, yeah, I think he likes controlling the narrative a little bit more than he used to. Used to, he just let the train run off the tracks and let the pieces fall where they may, but he's not doing that anymore. Like, even he said in the interview, like, he's watching what he says or even how he says things, and that's been um, a big change. Yeah, <clears throat> and so I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate the piece. Hopefully, uh Get to do a few more of those down the line. And um, like I said, he, I'm gonna tell you this right now. He didn't want to finish talking the um 10, 15 minutes we were talking. So I'm gonna try <laughs> to get him again. Um because <laughs> when I said last question, he said, Oh, I was like, What? <laughs> like, like, you want to we keep talking? I thought we had a good flow. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, we were just rapping because again, if you read it for those who haven't already, it just turned into a conversation about life and him trying to transition into a better person so yeah he didn't want to finish he didn't want to stop talking about these things that he's learning about not only himself but how it pertains to like his family and how he controls his life so yeah last thing i'll say about it and uh reese if you have any comments for sure just jump in behind me but one thing it made me reading that piece made me realize is first of all, I have a feeling about the media. There's a reason I don't want to be media or consider myself media. There's a sense of entitlement that a lot of journalists have. And I feel like Kyrie doesn't feed into that. Like you're not going to get what you want from him because you want it. And when you have that type of attitude towards them, they are, going to treat you differently and i feel like that has that's why he's gotten to where he is as far as how he's perceived and how people talk about him is because they he hasn't given them he, he doesn't 
show them the respect they think they deserve. Um, I'll talk about that off my, I'll tell you, um, there's, there's, you're, you're in the right direction. Just put it like that. I'm trying to dance around it a little bit, (laughs) but that's what it comes down to is they feel like, you know what, he's not going to give me what I want. So I'm going to treat him like crap pretty much. Um, I, it's why I don't, I don't, I can't do the media stuff. It's, It's not for me. The, the game I can't play the game you said it's doggy dog out there I I have I don't like dogs like that I almost said something and Reese would have busted out laughing but yeah I'll just save it <laughs> I was gonna say something crazy and I said yeah that's gonna change this whole conversation <laughs> don't need that man we at the end of the episode come on Reese like you had something to say no, 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 I didn't. I'm good. All right. Should we should we close this out? I think we should. All right. Shad, thank you for the insights. Um, hopefully we get to do some more stuff like this in the near future. Yeah, I will plug my TikTok and everything. Um Please. they got over a thousand views <laughs> on that Kyrie uh clip because like I said, we'll talk off mic, but yeah, y'all may not get the full video for a minute. So yeah. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, plug all your stuff real quick before we get up out of here. TikTok, I believe it's Shot Miller 13. The Uncle you, Urban. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You can't be believing. I need you to, I need you to know. I need you to know. No, I believe it is. I'm telling you, I think it's most likely Shot Miller 13 because I always name everything Shot Miller 13. Okay. Yes, my TikTok is Shot Miller 13. <laughs> the Uncle Urban on all social like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You got Shot Malone, IG. You got Shaman 13, which everybody's following on Twitter. You know, like I said, Rashad Miller is easy to find me. So, yeah. Okay. Shad, again, thank you for, for, for dropping in, uh, adding a little bit more context to the, the, the article. Like I said, it's linked in the show notes. If you haven't looked at it, definitely take a look. Um, and of course, follow Shad on all his socials. You'll see that as well. If you've listened this deep into the podcast, I want to thank you for, for tuning in, tapping in with us. Um, we've been trying to give you more content this season. I think so. We've, we've been successful at doing that for the most part. I feel like it's been a little hit and miss these past couple of weeks. Uh, but y'all still been showing up for us, so we appreciate it. We also appreciate the five-star reviews. We've seen a few more trickle in. So if you haven't done that, please give us that five-star review on Spotify and or Apple. If you're on Apple, if you want to write a little something in that little box, that takes it even further for us. We appreciate that. Uh, Instagram is at Mavs Outsiders Pod. YouTube at Mavs Outsiders. Hopefully we start throwing some stuff on there for y'all as well. And uh, this week, we might, I'm actually going to look. Because I think there might be one like right now. Bear with me. I apologize. My DMs are stupid right now. Where is it? There we go. All right. February 23rd. All right. We have two tickets to the Spurs game. (laughs) I'm rewarding people for listening this deep into the show. Uh, Two tickets to the Spurs game. If you have listened this deep into the show, I think you're worthy. Just let me know. Uh, they are upper deck. Uh, we're also going to have two tickets to the Lakers game and two tickets to the Pacers game. So if you're interested in some of those tickets, DM the show. 
and we'll get you in a quick little raffle and we'll we'll get a uh, a winner uh day before day before two days after i decided there's enough <laughs> responses or uh i see somebody uh that, that gives me a nice little pitch as to why they should get them maybe you know then uh then we'll start giving those away but two tickets to the spurs two tickets to the lakers two tickets to the pacers that's the 23rd the 26th and the 28th again these are upper deck tickets uh but if you want to go to the game for free hit us up let us know but until next time peace peace out Weird call because everybody was being weird, like Rocky or say call that man Rock. And I was like, Man, I'm gonna I'm ask you a weird question. What you said you dapped them up, right? Keep in mind, this yeah. is recorded. Shit. You dapped them up, right? Go ahead. Like when you dapped them up, what did his hand feel like? Like what was <laughs> wow? <laughs> what was the grip? Like? What did you want me to say? You got soft hands. <laughs> what did you? What, was what does grip? that mean? Cause he, cause he, <laughs> you got some pretty hands for real, man. Cause, cause <laughs> like, what did you? Big, what do you want? He said he had the gorilla right? grip. Like, no, it, it, no, it, yeah, he, he got money. It, it, it was a very he got like, money handshake. It, was it one of those handshakes you give? Yeah, when you meet your girl's dad for the first time, and he just no, he wasn't. He wasn't gripping my hand like he was right. gonna beat me down. No, it was pretty. Yeah, it was. He got money handshake.